Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I'm okay. This is what I'll say. I'm okay drafting another receiver here, but dude, we can't post this board on 2013 Twitter. I'll be too scared, man. Lift off. And when we hit this black hole, it will transport us seven years back to the day, a place where ADP had 11 running backs going in the first 12 picks. We'll attempt a perilous landing in this high T atmosphere. It's the 2013 fantasy football draft season. This is Remember That Game, a podcast about sporting events submerged in history that reveal inflection points relevant to today. I'm your host, Thomas Semerick, and my guest in this journey through time is a man who hosts a podcast about drafting winners, Ship Chasing's Peter Overzet. Pete, this ship is about to face not just the turbulence of a black hole in the space-time continuum, but a 2013 industry zeitgeist where running backs aren't just considered late in the first round, they are the first round. How scared are you? I'm I'm terrified. I feel like, um, you know, this is the the equivalent of someone from medieval times getting transported to 2020 and being surrounded by flashing lights and technology and being discombobulated and not knowing how to survive in this new world. That's how I feel knowing what I know now going back to this uncharted time in 2013. I mean, because I'm, I'm pretty freaking scared. The RB market is pushed so far to the top that if you want to safely come away with Stephen Ridley or David Wilson, you want to grab them in the second round. I hope you got my DM about those supplements, because when we land on the ground, the amount of testosterone in the air will be almost lethal to our careers. I mean, going receiver through the first three rounds in 2013, is that something you could have feasibly talked yourself into back then? Back then, I do not know if I had enough uh, low testosterone supplements to to offset myself off of these. I I know for a fact um, I did do a league in one of my first drafts in 2008 was my first fantasy draft. And I did take Larry Fitzgerald with my second round pick. I know I took uh, D'Angelo Williams, I believe, with my first round pick. And I think that hints that I was ready to embrace the zero RB lifestyle and attack wide receivers early, but just didn't quite have the courage to get to where I am now. Okay. Wow. That was bumpy, but we landed and I've been inserting T pills just for the protection I needed from the air in the draft lobby. I want to stick to optimal anti-fragile drafting. I mean, this is an opportunity. We are basically going back in time with Biff and the sports almanac or a rotavis sub. I would think merely ditching robust, RB for zero RB should give us a decent chance at instant smash, right? Thomas, hang on. I just need to take a rip from my inhaler right now. 
I just saw somebody walk by in a Trent Richardson jersey, and I'm hyperventilating. Oh. I'm hyperventilating. Oh. I, I thought this wouldn't be as nervous as uh, and nerve-wracking as it is, but I'm freaking the hell out right now, Thomas. I, I'm I'm getting swayed a little bit seeing that T-Rich jersey. The atmospheric T-levels might get to me. Even in 2020, you know, my path to being an industry thought leader hit a bit of a speed bump this offseason when I drafted Fournette in the Scott Fishbowl. Oh, no, uh, Thomas. Tell me that's I, a joke. This is a bit, I, right? We're, we're doing a bit? I did it to own Silva, and I own myself. And oh. and now I'm going back here, and, and the part of me wants to take Richardson here. It looks like we got the number seven draft slot. You're going to have to talk me out of this because the 2013 Zeitgeist is going to get to me periodically. No, no, no. We, we, we can't do it. We, this is, this is the, what we all want. We want to go back in time with the answers. We want to know the lotto numbers, the Powerball numbers and go back in time and win. We cannot make the mistakes that our forefathers made in this draft. Okay. That, that talked me up for a second. I was thinking about maybe Doug Martin falls to us or uh, maybe, you know, we could get on the ground floor of IPA Twitter, but no, we are rolling through low T I think, okay, looks like we're we're almost up. Okay, AP, Jamal Charles, Doug Martin, and Arian Foster, they're, they seem like pretty locked for top four. They're all gone. Okay, we're coming up to seven soon. Where should we go here where ADP has 11 running backs in the first round? Oh, my goodness. So the, the, heart, the heart wants to take CJ Spiller so bad. I want it, I want it, but the head says Calvin Johnson right? With what we know now, we need to avoid these mistakes. I don't, although Thomas does this mess up the space-time continuum, if we don't draft a running back here, I mean, we will be laughed out of this league and could affect our future selves. Yeah, if we get laughed out of this league and then Sean Siegel finds out about uh, anti-fragility before it happens, we could create a time paradox where we're, we're liquidated. Essentially, in, in Back to the Future, where uh, someone tells uh, Chuck Berry that uh, Marty McFly invented rhythm and blues, the, the, the time-space continuum, maybe it's fine in that movie, but in real life right here, we're all liquidated. I just got really nervous thinking about this butterfly effect. I mean, there if we mess this up, Thomas, there's a world where Sean Siegel is an Instagram influencer pushing his subscribers to start with seven running backs in their draft. I, oh. I don't know if we can risk that. I don't want to live in that that dark world. Uh, okay, so I, I, I think that's good. You know, I, I feel a little bit of doubt on this Kelvin Johnson pick. I'm like, what do they know that I don't know? Uh, Kelvin Johnson just broke the receiving record last season, and he's only going seventh. People are taking C.J. Spiller over him. They must know something I don't, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it seems like the smart pick here. All right, let, let's uh, let's do it. And okay, okay, going back to okay, up next uh, looks like pick eight. Hang on, hang on. I just want to make sure who did we add. I'm still a little panicked about it. Oh, we we got Kelvin Johnson. Okay. All right. Huh. Okay. Our our future selves are going to be so proud of us. No, neither of my hands have faded. Um, no part of my body is currently transparent. Okay, so we're still we're still alive. The time space continuum is still happy with us. Hang on. Yeah, tra- hang on. Sorry. Uh, some guy wearing a Doug Martin jersey uh, is coming over here, and he wants me to shotgun two beers with him. Do Do we have time for that? Oh no no this this is a slippery slope. All right. I, uh, and we'll- I, I'm sorry. Uh, he's good. Oh, 
Let's go, baby. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I cannot. Okay, please don't look at the, the draft board right now and see that Trent Richardson is still on the board somehow. He's fallen to, to pick 18. Please don't camp grind right now. I know you're one of the biggest uh, camp grinders in the industry, but there, there is a headline out there. Cleveland Browns offensive coordinator Norv Turner thinks Trent Richardson stacks up to his other pupils, comma, Emmett Smith and Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, gosh. I, I, I'm, I just got to be honest. After I shotgun that beer, I, I want to take a running back so damn bad. I, I mean, I watched Trent Richardson at Alabama. I mean, this guy oh, was in at, his final season, Thomas. He had 21 touchdowns. There's no way that that doesn't carry over. I want 21 touchdowns on our fantasy team, man. I want to watch those 21 touchdowns on my team. Um, Me too. I mean, he North Turner's coached some of the best running backs in the history of the game, including Emmett Smith and Danian Tomlinson. And Turner thinks Trent Richardson stacks up. Now that's not his quote, but look at this quote that comes after that. Um, by the way, this is after the paywall. So if you're grinding before the paywall, you're going to miss all of this. Um, could be when when grinding before the paywall goes wrong. We'll see. But this is post-paywall. Just watching him and seeing him against us when I came here in October and then watching the tape, yeah, he's that type of runner. Obviously, he's the third pick in the draft. I think he has a lot of great days ahead of him. I always have a problem comparing players because each guy has his own unique style. Okay, oh, phew, that was a little more tepid. So, so do you think we can come back to our 2020 selves? The article goes on to say last season he rushed 267 times for 950 yards. <laughs> that's that's only three and a half yards a carry. Do you think we can talk ourselves into going maybe Brandon Marshall, who uh, had like almost 200 targets last year? Okay, well, that's what I was thinking. So on my 2013 Twitter account, I just did a poll, Brandon Marshall versus Trent Richardson. And there's a bunch of people replying to me saying, I can't ignore the draft capital. He went 103 overall in the draft, draft capital is the most important thing. There's no way I could ever take a wide receiver over him. Man, the people, they, they seem to know what they're talking about, Thomas. Oh, oh man. No, no, but but remember, that's what they said about Leonard Fournette. They're both top four picks, but got, right. and you got, you got to think about the the, the murmurs. Uh, you know, Mike the Holmgren. drum beat. Mike Holmgren drafted Richardson. He got the boot. Tom Coughlin drafted Fournette. He got the boot. They're, these teams are trying to turn over a new leaf. When we go back to 2020, you know, maybe we can go back to Scott Fishbowl right before I drafted Fournette and I can learn this lesson. But I think here in 2013, we we have all the info we need to steer away. You're right. You're right. We, we can't do this. OK, I know it's a change of scenery. I know the Colts gave up a first round pick for him. We can't do this. We and, and my my model does heavily weigh uh, one factor that does ADP minus uh, where he's falling to me, and that is 60% of my model. But no, I'm I'm going to reprogram that. I'm going back in there, making a couple tweaks. Brandon Marshall's ADP is two spots behind us. He got like 200 targets last year. Uh, Let, I think we go. I, yeah. I think we do it. I think we do it. The, the very first ever. Zero RB build from 2013. We are pioneers. We are astronauts who have landed on the moon. We are Neil Armstrong, radioing back to base camp, telling them that we have pushed to a new frontier. This is one step for low T kind. And okay, I clicked it. Oh okay. my gosh. Oh my I am, gosh. 
I am getting a little nervous because Jim Irsay did just tweet something pretty bullish about Richardson. He he he's tweeted uh the earth is shaking, shock and awe coming very soon. Okay, I I don't know what that means. Maybe that means Richardson's gonna do well. Maybe that means Richardson's gonna be traded. Is a, a weird reference to destabilizing the Middle East. I don't know if that is bullish or bearish on Richardson, but something to think about. Either way, we're on to the next pick. Um, I I just want to say I don't think we could ever question Jim Irsay's judgment, so we should probably pay attention to what he's tweeting. I mean, as I've read, Ryan Grigson right now is bulletproof. So, uh, uh, but okay, on to the next one. Okay. Uh, I'm just, Stay the course. The, the okay. zeitgeist is getting to me a little bit. Up to the third pick. Okay. Oh, looks like okay. We we lost out on Stephen Ridley. I was really hoping to get that Patriots backfield uh, all all up in one running back. What about Ooh, David? Dude, David Wilson? Is that who you were yeah. gonna say? I think David Wilson has fallen to us with the seventh pick in the third round. Usually he's going end of second. So that's some. That's also draft capital. He's a first rounder. I think he's out of Coughlin's doghouse from what I've been grinding before the paywall. Uh, I mean, I think step one, we draft Wilson. And step two, we wait for Wilson to get out of the doghouse. I mean, what do you think? Look, David Wilson is one of the most exciting players I have ever watched. Anytime I see him break off a big play in preseason or do a backflip in the end zone, I feel things in my body that I didn't even know I could feel. Things that make me regret ever even taking two wide receivers in the first place. I mean, when you watch David Wilson with the ball, you say that guy should be going 101 overall in your drafts. Damn it, Thomas, I'm relapsing again. Oh. I, I'm too weak to the no. moment. I mean, if you watch any one of those 50 carries last season, you're ready to extrapolate. You were ready to extrapolate. And I, but no, but no we got to fight against that instinct that the air in this atmosphere is just, it's telling us three receivers in a row, we, we're, we're locked out of the CMS. He, hear me out. Hear me out. I, I, there are two quarterbacks on the board, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I love having just a sick starting lineup, okay? I mean, imagine getting one of the best QBs to go with our top two wide receivers. I mean, how could we not win, Thomas? I can guarantee we will win the screenshot we post on Twitter. Like, the we're not getting ratioed on this screenshot. If we add Rodgers now, if we go three receivers – Oh, I'm guessed four receivers to start that are we're being ratioed into oblivion. I don't know. In 2013, I don't know if my fragile psyche could handle getting ratioed like that. Now I've been through the fire. You know, I've learned uh, through example. I'm a hardened veteran. I'm getting bullied on Twitter for my zero RB kinks. But in 2013, I don't know if I have the stomach for it. We might need to look. I'm OK. This is what I'll say. I'm okay drafting another receiver here, but dude, we can't post this board on 2013 Twitter. I'll be too scared, man. Uh, I'll be not only scared. 16 comments in, I, I, I'll and I can't can't do that for the next two hours. We have we have to get back to 2020. At the same time, mm, you also see Demarius Thomas is here. Ooh. He's in the third round. His quarterback's Peyton Manning. Um, there's all there's also Lamar Miller here, who feels like almost the same. I mean. Daniel Thomas may have gotten more carries than him last year, but I, I think that's just going to change completely. I think this is the year Lamar Miller gets all the carries in Miami. Uh, no. But, 
No, no, Thomas, now I need to pull you back in, okay? Mm-hmm. I need to pull you back in. This is Demarius Thomas. He's entering his fourth season. I mean, he is from the same draft class as Des Bryant. These guys went within a couple of picks of each other. This is the prototypical size, okay? Some some little dweeb just came by and said, hey, check out this site, Rotoviz. You love these size speed specimens, 6'3", 220, had a huge market share at Georgia Tech. This is the guy you want to add, Thomas. I mean, I think we got to listen to it as, as, as gross as it feels to pass up on some of these other options. All right. I clicked it. I clicked it. We're in. We're on Demarius. Um, can you just read the start off for me just so my brain can process it? Okay. So... Demarius, round three. Brandon Marshall, round two. Kelvin Johnson, round one. We have 600 targets, but no carries. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty freaking scared. Um, we may want to think about pussies. Monte Ball in round four. Oh. You guys are pussies. Dude, some oh. guy in a Frank Gore jersey just walked by calling us pussies, Thomas. Oh gosh. So, okay, a guy in a Richard Mendenhall jersey just called me a virgin. <laughs> God, these guys did. I mean, don't judge a cover by its book. Yeah. Right. So what? Yeah. So what if I haven't had sex yet? And I'm not talking about 2013. I'm talking about 2020. So what? Uh, okay. I'm, I'm shook. Jordy's dude. falling shook. to four. I was worried Jordy's... about seeing this on Twitter. We have people attacking us verbally in person. I mean, I I didn't think. I didn't think Twitter would get this personal uh, already. I thought 2013 was still like a relatively congenial place, but maybe uh, maybe I don't remember when that when everything turned there. Okay, Monte Ball, rookie running back, fourth round. I'm enticed. I'm very excited. Um, I just pulled up my 2013 Twitter, and Brad Evans has slapped Monte Ball as his breakout pick. For this year, I mean, I think it's it's got to be time for us to get a running back here. I mean, this is a good value on Monty Ball. I mean, talk about a nice prospect. He, he is pass protecting pretty good in camp. Uh, I mean, it's kind of going up and down each day. But um, the last three days, pass pro has him pretty good. I think Peyton Manning's going to trust this guy, this rookie. Oh, but at the same time, I can't. It's so weird that Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers each missed a few games, or at least Jordy Nelson did, and then suddenly you can get him in the fourth round even though he's Aaron Rodgers' top receiver. I don't know. I'm kind of leading Jordy a little bit now that – What if What if maybe, – maybe we draft a wide receiver, and what if we just tell people on – what if we post it as like it's a joke? And we're like, <laughs> look at look at what you could draft if you were an idiot. Yeah, yeah. The the bit the bit equity here is great, right? The <laughs> we're we're not doing this. We're doing this as a as a joke, you guys. This is a this is a bit. This is what big dum dums do, who are trying to galaxy brain their way into winning a fantasy league, not knowing. Uh, how about you get the guy who carries the ball into the end zone, you dumb idiot. Yeah. Oh, egg. Let, oh, Twitter egg. Let's let's do it. Twitter egg zero one two three two three. Steelers fan will be so triggered that we just took Jordy Nelson here. He'll, he'll he says Mr. Glass. He's never gonna stay healthy, dude. They will be our engagement will be through the roof. I'm. You know what? This is glass half empty. We're not getting ratioed. 
we're getting engagement. Yes. We're, we're, uh, I mean, we're in everyone's feeds now. All right. The joke's on them. We're in, we're in your feed and, and no one's figured this out yet. Cause it's only 2013, but this is how you get in the feed. Let's do and it. Click. The feed. All right. We're in the feed with Jordy Nelson, Demarius Thomas, Brandon Marshall, and Calvin Johnson through four rounds. Um, it's amazing that, um, Okay, come up here in round five. We we could draft all of them and still get Antonio Brown in round five. This is this is the past decade. This isn't this is 2013, and Antonio Brown is going in round five again. Like Jordy, he missed a few games the year before, and so did Roethlisberger, and has decided to make sure they get their running backs instead of uh, snag Antonio Brown round four. I'm just. Aren't you a little worried that Emmanuel Sanders is the guy there, Thomas? And AB did. He did miss a few games last year, which I think increases his chances of missing a few games again this year. Yeah, and I mean, also like he was a round six pick. You know, I don't mind taking you know Demarius Thomas, a first round you know pedigree guy, but I mean this guy. I mean, come on, not this many NFL teams would have missed on a talent like this. I don't know if I'm buying it. I mean, the other option is Daryl Henderson or, I mean, Daryl Richardson for the Rams. Um, he might end up getting some of the carries in uh, St. Louis. Uh, so, and, and we need carry. We have zero carries. So Daryl Richardson would bring us up to some carries. How many, remind me in, in this league, how many wide receivers can we start? Three receivers and a flex. Okay. So if we... Like, if we just, you know, continue doing this bit, people are going to look at our roster on Twitter and go, you can't even start the guy you took in the fifth round. Is that something people are going to say to us? I think so. I think we're going to be invalidated this, the second that lineup goes up there. Uh, unless unless we caption it, uh, you know, we put in the tweet, hey, by the way, this is a bit, ha ha. Um, you know, I we, we, we wouldn't go five receivers to start no way not if we're being serious no yeah i mean part of me was like what if we tried to appeal to reason and say like hey we're just trying to cover our bye weeks or injury volatility and really hammer our opponents through that stretch in the wide receiver and flex positions i don't think they'd buy it i don't think they would yeah we, we could take the hey jordy missed a few games last year we'll want a b there for those games and the bye weeks i mean that's the thing. These guys love safety, right? They love handcuffing their running backs. We're just handcuffing our fourth wide receiver. They got to That that has to resonate with them. It's best ball, or it's it's uh it's redraft. They they love that security. Uh, I say we still go AB. You know what the atmosphere Let, is getting to me? Let's do it for the bit, dude. Huge bit equity. All right, and AB. Okay. All right, so we got AB. Yes, yeah, so we left. Yes. Oh gosh, we passed on David David Wilson. Uh. Hang on, Thomas. I just need I need to go do just a few push-ups after starting this draft with five wide receivers. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm trying this great new uh, craft brew. It's a quadruple hop. I think it will. And, I, and I'm smiling. I'm drinking it and I'm smiling. Um, okay. Right. Huh. Now I got I got so, some testosterone and adrenaline pumping through my veins. I'm feeling a little bit better about this low T start. So and also, you know what's making me feel better? An ADP, Noshan Moreno is like twelfth round or something. 
I think he's around like pick 125, so maybe maybe 10th round. He uh, could go anywhere in that range, and and not to, or and this will probably get Pat Crane excited, but you know, it could it could be that Nocha Moreno is the Ronald Jones of this draft, and Monte Ball is the Keyshawn Vaughn. Wow, wow, this reverse back in time comp, I. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, we, we do eventually have to draft a running back because I think that's a misconception that zero running back, they think you literally draft zero running backs. I think now's kind of our chance to get out in front of that narrative and prove that we are willing to draft maybe one running back. Yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're saying, Hey, like we're not, we don't hate running backs. We want them to make, make money. We want them to, be on a roster, uh, but not not until the ninth round when, you know, we can get someone like Danny Woodhead who will get us beat up as our first running back. Like we, we could be beat up outside of Twitter if if we wait till round nine, get Woodhead, round 11 and get Moreno. But I think we could also do pretty well because we do have the Almanac. Uh, I think we could roll with Noshan, Joyke, Bell and Danny Woodhead later and just just loud and proud eight receivers to start this draft. You know what? I've heard a lot of talk about being a statement drafter. And I think it's time we make a statement. You know, for a second, I was like, you know, let's try to win this league. But now I'm interested in the bit. I'm interested in making a statement. Screw it, dude. Let's draft receivers. Let's keep drafting receivers. I can't stop now. We're hanging on the 25 balloons, thousands of feet up in the atmosphere, soaring over the draft uh, without a harness because that's whoosh shit. No harness. We're, flo- <laughs> We're floating. You know what? I say we don't have Peyton Manning, but let's double up Demarius Thomas with Eric Decker. Sixth yeah. round. Let's go. While holding these balloons, I just want to look down on everyone and quote the very influential Kirk Cousins, if we die, we die. Right, Thomas? Yes. Yes. <laughs> If we die, we die. We are one step away from anti-vaxxer, but not quite there. Uh, we're just drafting a nice lineup. Imagine uh, ourselves in 2013. Oh, could we even begin to explain to them what this global pandemic would be like? I don't know if our running back loving brains could even wrap our heads around that concept. We try to explain to them zero RB and the pandemic at the same time. I think right there, the time-based continuum explodes. I agree. I agree. As the, too much information for a human brain at once, especially in this atmosphere, so much testosterone. We just took Eric Decker over Richard Mendenhall, and we are, yeah, I just I just tweeted that uh, we're at wide receiver six and Decker, and they're they're giving us, they're ribbing us pretty good for taking Demarius and Decker without Peyton. Decker maybe averaged like one and a half points fewer per game. We're getting him three rounds after Demarius and he plays with Peyton Manning. Wait, someone's giving, I didn't even know, I didn't know stacking Twitter was around in 2013. I didn't know we had to worry about them. I thought we were in the clear. Did someone else ride back in time too? Did someone else hit this time space continuum? Is, is Denny, did Denny get through that hole as well? Oh God! Uh. Did Denny weasel his way his way back in? I I could, damn it, Denny, just stay in 2020, okay? I'm old enough to remember when you were gonna take a 69 day Twitter break and yet you had to come back because of a global pandemic, okay? I'm I'm <laughs> fed up with this shit. 
Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> I did feel like I saw another ship tailing us. I thought it was just a coincidence, but that was Lester Freeman zoomed from around the corner and was, <laughs> was not far back. <laughs> Um. Okay. Well, we we are getting heckled from some other people who got. Hopefully, they won't create the time paradox that we're hopefully avoiding. Round seven. And Jarvis Green Ellis is gonna vacuum the carries, and and Cincy. He's gonna fucking vacuum those carries. I don't know. It sounds enticing. It really does. I mean, you know, the the 2020 part of me worries about his pass catching chops. Uh, but I'm sitting here, man, and I know we got the bit going. I, I'm just starting to get worried about not having a running back. I mean, those things are like a warm blanket you can wrap around you during the winter. I, I need a warm blanket right now, man. Just too many wide receivers. I'm out here freezing. Okay. Sean uh, Jackson. The Sean Jackson's there. He's joining with Chip Kelly. Kind of interesting. I mean, the seventh receiver will will be an active war on the fantasy industry, but he's probably the best deep threat in the league. And I think I think this season he has Michael Vick and Nick Foles. So someone's gonna degaff it down the field to him. Maybe Chip Kelly's offense creates some some opportunities for him. Maybe we consider the Djax. Yeah, man, I um. Poof. Wow. Um, I hadn't even hadn't even thought of it. I just assumed we were going running back here. But now that you say it, I mean, I will say this. I do prefer 2013 Deshaun Jackson in best ball, but I don't mind taking him for our managed league here. Yes. Caveat, prefer him in best ball. I cannot be clear enough about that. <laughs> but I like the up. I love the upside. Um I think we can all agree on that. Okay. I clicked away uh, Deshaun oh, Jackson. And, okay, I, I did I did accidentally post it to Twitter. I was so excited about it. We've oh, been... No. Um, the replies are coming in. They said, someone just said, uh, if you wanted to torch $350 on fire, uh, why didn't you just put it in a fire pit and light it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting one. Okay, it was nice to see you take that suitcase of money to the top of a building. I expect hey, that was actually a lot nicer than what I, I might have expected. I'll take it. Eighth round. I think I think we just have to commit all the way. Because you know why? We got... Someone Josh just Gordon said I have little ears. No one in my entire life has ever said that. I have little ears. To, it, it, we posted the draft. Why are they... Ugh, these ad hominem attacks are just... They're absurd. That's not nice. 
they're they're targeting every low key feature of mine that I, didn't bother me before that will bother me when I go back to 2020 and up until my death. And sorry, I just want to make sure you are recovering. Someone said your throat moves weird when you breathe. I, how are you going to recover from that, Thomas? I already had enough things about my appearance that made me slightly anxious. And that 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 adds another one on that my my low T level here just just can't take i'm almost i'm almost actually fearful of taking josh gordon eight, uh, in the eighth round because i mean next thing you know it's it's you know where my eyebrow is aligned uh versus my other eyebrow like i, I didn't know one eye was above the other one I've, I've had these eyes for 32 years just now i'm finding out one eye is above the other i'm not gonna stop thinking about this i i think we mute the thread we mute it. We get them out of here, okay? We don't block them because then they get the satisfaction that they got under our skin. We mute mm. them. We let them shout into the ether, and we focus on making the best possible pick for this team. Okay, I'm inspired. I'm in. I'm in, Captain. Um, I think we. I think we got Vic Ballard here in uh, in Indy. Um, I think you know he should. If he stays healthy and doesn't get injured and force the Colts to trade for Trent Richardson, uh, he could be interesting. But no, no, I know what happens. I'm I'm from the future. I, I keep losing myself and where I am. Josh, Josh Gordon ended 2012 strong. And we just like, I mean, that's the ultimate, uh, you know, remove the harness at 1,000 feet in the air and soar to 2,000 feet with our balloons uh, we, I mean, we're, we're in the stratosphere, switching hands, playing little jokes, freaking out the whole nation, going wide receiver eight times in eight rounds. I, I'm committed. We have come this far. We cannot abandon it. You know, I don't love that Josh Gordon is going to be suspended for the first two games of the season. You know, he has that history of substance abuse. It just feels like he could be out of the league at any time. I don't love the quarterback situation, but the dude's incredibly talented. I mean, I guess this is a luxury pick, right? I mean, he's not going to see our starting lineup unless a disaster scenario happens. I mean, how could this late of a pick ever find their way into our starting lineup? Yeah, we'll have eight receivers who end up top 36 in PPR, while the while only four of the 24 running backs going top 36 in ADP actually finish top 36. So instead of just getting bad players, we end up with good players. That is plainly our strategy. The crowd beneath us watching some of the balloons, you know, liken back to the future. They're after uh, Marty McFly plays the the, the guitar solo. You know, we just have to tell them, you know, but your kids are going to love it. And we just go eight receivers in eight rounds. Oh, man. I mean, could you just imagine, like, just imagine what people would say if, like, Josh Gordon led the league in receiving yards. I mean, could you imagine? Well, yeah, we, I mean, we would finally be thought leaders. This is our chance. I mean, no one has ever become famous by playing it safe, by doing the conventional wisdom. I mean, what if drafting eight wide receivers is actually optimal? I mean, we're doing a bit, but like, what if it actually is optimal? We will be lauded. We will be heroes. We will be on the shoulders of giants. I mean, we would be the, the first people to put 
thought leader in our Twitter bio after we, we became a thought leader. Yeah, we could even also put in our bio that we were lifelong fans of Zero RB, even though we just started doing it. Yeah, I'm getting this much adrenaline running through my body of how we're smashing this 2013 draft. Philip Rivers is going like 13th, 14th round ADP, actually, but he is connecting with this coach, Frank Reich, um, here, in, here in San Diego. I, I think that could be a good combo. Maybe that's a decent late round stash. I I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Uh, I mean, it, 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 the question is just how far are we going to push this bit? I mean, how how much do we want to be a part of history? You know, is is nine wide receivers more impressive than eight wide receivers, or is it just the fact that we take zero running backs? Is that what we need to maintain to make it into the record books? I want to know what is going to help, you know, with Ron Chernow's next book proposal. I think this is going to sell to the publisher when he when he writes about this 2013 draft and and the, and the courage we showed. I know. I think we need to do it. I mean, this is an ideological draft. Okay, we can't pull the ripcord on the ideology now. Okay, and it's in. We got Josh Gordon. I think we we honestly we only need receivers. We can just log off now and. Uh, hop back in that ship and get back to 2020. I think we killed it. I think we crushed it. I think it's lit. I think it's Gucci. Uh, I think future generations are going to love this. Okay. And we are back. Oh man. Um, okay. We're, we're still here. I'm, I mean, I'm still, I'm still in my apartment. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking around. Hang on. I need to check current ADP. Okay. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah. Nine of the first 12 picks are, are running backs. Okay. Maybe maybe this is still 2013. It's hard to tell. <laughs> uh, man, we, we, uh, I guess we it, did chip away two running backs. Maybe what we did uh, was part of a, a slow, slow iterative effort or, hang on or maybe second. we're just going backwards. I have an idea. I'm going to go to Reddit AMA and see if there's anyone doing an AMA holding up the date on a piece of paper to just um, officially one month drug and alcohol free AMA, AMA, and I'll respond as Trump. Um, Okay, maybe I'm not going to be able to find this. Hi, I'm Sasha the Skunk AMA. Um, All right, it doesn't look like any celebrities are doing it. My computer does say it's 9 to 2020, though, so I I think we just got to trust it. Okay, well... We made no difference in the past, but we did soar above the, the draft, professed low T, showed everyone a preview of how you can make some money later on. Baby, we do it. We're going to win money. That's why we play fantasy. It's to win money. You know, sometimes I, in this exercise around the globe, I forgot that it's not about doing bits. It's not about ideological drafts. It's not becoming cemented in history as a thought leader. It's about winning that sweet, sweet, cold, hard cash. Yeah, this, this trip really taught me that sometimes life is what happens between the bits. And a lot of times I lose sight of that. It's right. I've always said, you know, you you dance like no one's watching. Um, you sing like no one's listening. And you live like it's between the bit. It, it's, uh, it's beautiful. I have it on a throw pillow, actually. <laughs> Thanks, Peter, for coming on the program. The Deposit King, anything you'd like to promote? You know what? I just, um, I want to promote the idea of 
going out on a limb, making decisions that might seem uncomfortable or are unpopular in the court of public opinion, uh, because we are not here to win at the water cooler of fantasy Twitter. No, we are here to win fantasy championships and to win big prizes, top heavy prizes and large field contests. That is why we were brought to earth, Thomas. This has been another episode of Remember That Game. Please rate, review, subscribe, and check out more episodes. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time.